last time on Dice Funk. And these stone, thick stone nubs. Okay, those are obviously fingers. Let's get out of here now. Get the hell on my back, because I'm faster than the two of you. He emits a friendly chuckle as he approaches you with an extended hand, introducing himself as Gillet, bartender, amateur philosopher, and occasionally mayor. So I have my disguise on, and I reach out my hand, and I shake his, and I say, Hello, my name is Filet Mignon. This is my wife, Jane, and our daughter, Anne. We come from Pottsylvania. A a kitchen hand, a man in an apron, with a very crude hand-fashioned eye patch, and says, Don't go to the school. Well, when Anne leveled up to level three, I actually took that level in Ranger. At level one, you get to pick a favored enemy, and after our embarrassing encounter with the undead in which I fled, I have chosen undead as my favorite enemy. But you all do wind up finally getting get to sleep and have nightmares. Oh, great! <laughs> Flamingon's name is not Flamingon; it's actually Ronaldo. A bunch of things have been happening to us, and I feel really bad about lying. Can I make you some breakfast? She says. Oh my god, I don't trust them at all. It's like it's like you have a it's like you have a photo album of your favorite spells, and every night you like open your photo album and go, Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. You basically have to set up your mixtape for today. <laughs> yeah. That's how that works. It's too bad no one's a wizard, because then you can go around trying to show people your cell book and like tell, telling them to check out your mixtape. Well, gee, you know, if we if we had a, a, a fourth player... I mean, I was just going to talk about that, actually. Um, oh yeah, a wizard is a really easy class to start off on, Johnny. <laughs> well, I was thinking, like, we could get him in on this, but... He's all like, nah, I don't want to do it and stuff. Well, if he doesn't want to do it, why are... Never mind. (laughs) No, okay, because at dinner, he literally said to me, I have plus five charisma and a plus 20 stabby thing. It sounds like he's messing with you. That's what I call it. (laughs) Hey, I thought she was going to do other work and then I was going to feel it for her. Ooh, D&D is going to get some worse rules. You can't do that. You can't... Come on, on TV shows, characters step out all the time. Just say she had to do some, like, question, like, I don't know. Oh, boy. All right. um, better be staying in the show. Yeah, we we need that. We need a cameo for these things. That's how how it works. But I'm pretty sure that's another... That's a a separate universe. Wait, is Immortor actually in this universe? You haven't actually said... I no, I'm I'm kind of loosely basing this campaign around Forgotten Realms. That's uh, like, okay. Didn't say no. That's, didn't say no. So, I, am I right? Oh, no. I got it right! Dungeons & Dragons does not have the rights to Lord of the Rings. That's why the halflings are called halflings and not hobbits. Yeah, I'm already doing it right already. Well, Put me in, coach. <laughs> no, you're not doing it right already. Go over there with your plus three to intelligence computer <laughs> and go sit the fuck down. Plus three to no intelligence isn't bad. It's a raw three score that you have to look out for. I'll make my own D&D campaign with blackjack (laughs) and hookers. Hey, hey, what makes you think that my D&D campaign doesn't have blackjack and hookers in it? Yeah, you don't know if our campaign has hookers and blackjack. All right, um, are we ready? Put your pants back on. (laughs) 
right. <laughs> All right. Like seriously, we got to do real work. You go right. over there. Oh, really? You gotta do. You gotta do real. Is that is that what's happening? <laughs> listen, I gotta go listen to a lady's story about whatever the hell is going on. So. <laughs> Go over there and leave me the hell alone for the next hour. Fine, I'm going to go on MJ. Thanks for the cameo. Thanks for the cameo, they say. (laughs) Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, the rap critic. Yep. We haven't even introduced ourselves. We suck at this. (laughs) Well, that cameo was by rap critic. All right, now we can introduce ourselves. Okay, fine. Uh, I'm Leon, and I I play Ronaldo, a, a now level three human fighter. Hi, my name's Jess. I play Jane, the human druid who is also now level three, um, who was supposed to be played by Rap Critic this week, but apparently I'm not allowed to do that, so... He can't pull off an impersonation. He doesn't sound anything like you. The audience will be so confused. (laughs) They already have to keep all of this deep lore in mind. That's true, you're right. Don't you dare say anything! (laughs) (laughs) You can't just... You can't just yell at him through the entire show. Yeah. All right, let's focus, people. I'm Austin Yorsky. I play Anne, the halfling, cleric, slash ranger. I'm multiclassing. Oh, yeah, that's right. You are multiclassing. For reasons which are unclear to everyone but me. And I guess maybe Johnny. Um, Speaking of Johnny, I'm Johnny. Uh, I'm the dungeon master, which means that I spend a good few hours during the week... Um, Basically sweating and toiling over a script and trying to make sure that these guys have fun and then get to watch them just callously ruin it all. So I always skip side quests, so just, just so you know. Um, that's great, Leon, because guess how many side quests you've skipped so far? <laughs> uh, zero. Guess how much main quest you've skipped so far? Probably About a page bit. and a half. Yeah. All right. I have a question for you guys. What? Do you think a giant octopus is smarter than Anne? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah! Yeah, I do. Leon? I'm gonna say no, just to be contrarian. Uh, giant octopi have an intelligence score of four, so they're smarter <laughs> than Anne. Yes, oh. I win! <laughs> I think we'll just do one at the beginning of every episode. Okay. That sounds good. Alright. Alright. So you guys may remember that we left in the idyllic town of Rotswald. Everybody's sitting down for a beautiful and freshly cooked breakfast as Beth Robertson bustles around the kitchen with her daughter Kira, uh, getting you guys breakfast ready after having a very comfortable but uneasy and fraught-by-nightmare sleep in the Robertson's barn. Um, Anne's going to kick Ronaldo in the shins with a, a 1d4 for guidance. Wait, where? Wait, what's going on? I'm giving you guidance. It's a, oh, okay. you can add the, you can add my roll to your next score. It's a two, but instead sure. of giving you the butt squeeze, she's tired. She had bad sleep, so she just gives you a kick to the shins to give it to you this time. What is what does that improve on me? Whatever your next roll is, you you add that. Oh, okay. Presumably, you would get use it on the charisma check that you're going to use to try to ask a question or whatever when when ex- the exposition stops rolling in. Okay. Uh, Kira sees you kick Ronaldo. And says, that's not nice. Ronaldo's not nice. I am offended. Ronaldo is the nicest. You know what? I'm too tired. I, uh, fine. I, I'm not nice. But, um, you know, I should, I should be able to, like, charisma my way out of this conversation, but I don't want to waste it. <laughs> so. 
I just, I just, I just trail off everything I'm saying because Ronaldo doesn't feel like it. Explaining himself to a child. Earl Robertson steps into the kitchen, having just heard you, and says, "Well, you certainly behave yourself like welcome guests. So I wouldn't say you're not not nice." Are you guys ready to burn this town to the ground? I just feel like everyone here is like a Stepford wife. Like they're <laughs> way, like way too nice. They're all going to be like clockwork people at the end of this thing. That's the twist. Oh, please don't be another episode of Doctor Who I didn't like. <laughs> I'm just saying one sacred flame or two. We could get a nice, uh, a nice campfire going of these people's homes. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm gonna uh, look at Anne and Ronaldo, and I'm gonna turn to Beth, and I'm gonna be like. Okay, so what's been going on around, like, with the droughts and whatever's happening in Stone Root and whatever's happening at the Pikmin Academy and, like, just apparently all of these things? Because we're basically trying to help the area with whatever's been going on. So the more information you can give us, the better. What's happening with literally everything? A hand came out of the ground and it's got, it broke a tree. It was not good. <laughs> Hi, I'm Anne. <laughs> <laughs> Beth says, um, well, you know, we, we don't know much. We're just simple farmers here. Um, but every so often, we, we get travelers who come out of town to pick up crop yields, and they tell us that things have been really bad. Um the town, um, the town priest, the healer, um, has moved off to uh, many different towns in the past ooh, three or four months or so, she says, and has just been called to every conceivable town by every conceivable other priest and healer that, uh, that she knows in order to help, um... People are getting sick, um, babies are being born dead, um, there are droughts, fires, floods, just about everything, you name it. Can I use, uh, can I get an insight check to see if she's being straight with us about not knowing any specifics? Yep. 18. Nice. As far as you can tell, she's being right honest with you. I ask, is the uh, priest in town now or still, uh, like, on travel? still out she says we barely see her in here anymore Hmm. and almost a good thing too because we don't really have that much trouble in rotswald like what do you mean you don't have that much trouble surely there's something happening around the the town uh, even if it's not in it Mm, things have been very peaceful i whisper to Anne in a way that no one else can hear clockwork people Anne says, is that a food? <laughs> <laughs> we'll soon find out. Um, okay, so... I'm starting uh, to dish up breakfast for you guys. It looks really nice. Like these people! I would say, once again, it's too bad that no one prepared uh, the spell to check for poison or magic <laughs> or evil. All of which me and Jess have access to and didn't bother. Just we didn't were just bother. like, we were just like, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> Either we take all these spells that make us safe, or we could shoot lightning. <laughs> to be fair, this time I didn't take lightning. Well, yes, I did. Never mind. I, I'm worried that this food is made of people. Um, I'm worried about so many things right now. Um, I don't say this out loud, by the way. 
I'm just, I'm talking to you guys. Um, so, uh, I sit down and I, I look at the food and I ask, uh, Beth if she knows directions to the Pikmin Academy. She says, uh, yes, we're all aware of the Pikmin Academy, but uh, Mayor Gillett handles all the interactions between the Academy and, and us, uh, the townsfolk. What, what's your interest in the Pikmin Academy? Oh, we dropped our, uh, disguise, didn't we? Um. <laughs> no, actually, I dropped ours. Earl pipes in and says, Decent place. Done a lot for these town. So the Pikmin Academy is also good? Well, I've never been, he says. But Wait, you've never been? the students been? and the staff surely behave themselves around, help out, um, <clears throat> do everything they can to make sure that Rotswald stays prosperous by their influence. Are you going to be sending your son to the Pikmin Academy when he's of age? Oh, <laughs> I I couldn't afford the Pikmin Academy. No, no, um, Jack will be spending time with me on the farm as he gets older. And he kind of rubs Jack's head and says, Won't you, boy? Jack looks really excited to grow up to be a farmer. <laughs> Jack's an idiot. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> really says the person with three intelligence. <laughs> Anne stands up and she says, We gotta go Pikmin. And she starts walking out. <laughs> yeah, we, we do gotta go Pikmin. Um... I, I eat first because I'm hungry, and I and I I'm although I'm suspicious, I like I gotta eat. If it's if it is people, it's not cannibalism for Anne, so she doesn't care because she's not a people. It is a spectacular breakfast. Like you're talking, you know, farm fresh eggs, wheat, bacon, like just brilliant stuff. Do you guys want to guess how good Anne's table manners are? No, let's not find that out today. On a scale of on a scale of one to dirt. Spoilers. It's not good. Have you ever seen the have you ever seen the movie Beethoven with the dog? Yes. Yes. It's something like sure. that. Alright, and as you're as you're chowing down at the table like that, uh, yeah. Kira gets a little playful and, and tries to out slop you. <laughs> Can I roll for slop? You roll for slop, son. You're rolling you're rolling against an eight year old little girl. Twelve. Oh, she gets it everywhere. You're you get shown up harsh. <laughs> Jeez, uh, Louise. Okay. Um, Earl and Beth giggle uh, and you know chuckle, sort of you know maternally and paternally and uh, <laughs> respectively and sh- shake their heads in a in a sort of a, a blissful, condescending kind of oh those kids kind of. Way. I look at I look at Ronaldo and say it's your turn to bathe her, and I walk out. <laughs> oh my God. Um, game recognizes game and gives a, a small blessing to the child who outslopped her. Okay. Um, don't we have to uh, meet with someone who's going to take us into the Pikmin Academy? I thought that was a thing. Oh, uh, Mayor Gillett said he'd be back round to come get you this morning. He said you oh, spoke okay. a little bit to him about the business that you had to conduct in town. Right, yes. right. This is really weird that I, because I'm playing this game, but I am actively t- trying not to participate in any plot relevant <laughs> conversations because of my character. So I can't, I can't pipe in ever. You're just sabotaging us the whole way. I didn't that's plan fine, for this. Though. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. Like, um, I feel like this is literally our party. Our party is con man, honest woman, child. <laughs> <laughs> you did it. We're and, lucky to and, get out of this alive. And don't forget the bewildered and slightly confused overlord. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You're right. All right. Um. All right. Well, I'm waiting for um yeah, Gillet to uh pop up and uh <laughs> to pop up as the <laughs> arrive. 
I'm going to come back into the room and I'm going to say, um, Ronaldo, can I speak to you for a second? Um, do you guys mind watching Anne for a second and making sure she doesn't go anywhere? Kira says, Anne's fun. Oh, there you go. There's there's the answer to that question. Come on, Ronaldo. All right, I, I follow. I ha- Can I roll to have fun? Absolutely, you roll to have fun. I got another 12. Uh, you do have fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> not, like, not like a tremendous amount of fun. This won't be like the kind of fun that you'll remember for years to come. But when you go to sleep tonight, you'll be like, hey, that was pretty fun. Dungeons and Dragons. It's fun. So I look at Ronaldo and I say, okay, there's something off about this place. Really? Shut no, up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, look, I don't trust completely honest people. And everyone here is too nice. I, I look at him and I go, excuse me? Look, you're honest enough, but these people are like bathed in sugar and their smiles are like plastered on their face. It's creepy. Look, nobody acts like this. Something obviously terrible is going on here. I think it has to do with the 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 Lord's son. I think the reason these people are so cheerful is because either he's his presence here is protecting the town from whatever the hell is happening around here, like whatever the hell we ran into in the woods, or He's so fucking evil, nobody wants to talk about it. All very plausible ideas. I think they're clockwork robots. I don't think that's a plausible idea. Okay, well. Anne yells from wherever she is, What are robots? (laughs) They can't hear us. (laughs) I I feel like they should be able to hear us. (laughs) The whole family's right there. (laughs) Well, we we actually left. Yeah, yeah. We left the room. Yeah. We're gone. I know. We're speaking in hushed tones. Um, I look at him and I go, all right, look, what's our plan of attack here? And don't say disguise, because I don't think that's going to work this time. Well, it it seems like they're inviting us in, so it doesn't seem like we actually have to fight our way through the gates. I mean, we're welcome guests. Everyone is really nice, so let's take advantage of them, which is a thing I do. And we go go in there. And we just take a look around, real casual-like. I I just don't... Never mind. I'm, I would say don't do something stupid, but apparently nobody can kill Ronaldo. Well, that's it's tattooed on me, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying where. So that's gross. It's it, okay. It, it's the butt. It is the butt, <laughs> and not and not like you know on over top of the butt. Like, <laughs> it's like, like in the butt, <laughs> curving, curving like inside one of the cracks, <laughs> like the cheek. Look, I could I could draw it for you, but it would be obscene. So look, I look at him I and I say, "Okay, look, here's what we're gonna do. We're going to let Anne be adorable and cute her way into things, and we're literally going to pick up the pieces. And any clues that we find, we should reconvene after we come back from the Pikmin Academy and figure out exactly what the hell is going on. If we don't get anything from the Pikmin Academy," I will be really surprised and also tremendously on board with the whole robots thing. Whatever the hell those are. Okay, I'm on board with this plan to exploit a deficient child. (laughs) We're not going to exploit her, we're just going to let her charm her way to things. So use her, right, I get it. So, um, let's go back in there. Okay, fine. Okay, and we do. Alright, you you re-enter the kitchen. Kira and Anne are, um... You're not even sure what they're doing. <laughs> we built a sandcastle with mashed potatoes. 
there, there were no mashed potatoes at, at breakfast. Austin. Oops. I don't think she knows that. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> does this does this mean we're going to need a catchphrase for you? Are you I feel, did I do that? I feel like I it should that. be I feel like it should be uh, uh, spaghettios, but uh I don't think that would work within this <laughs> What are realm. spaghettios? <laughs> right. All right, um Shut up, Austin. <laughs> okay. Um we're back in there and uh we're I feel like we need to like group up and get ready to uh, meet with Gillett. All right. Um. Yeah. I'm gonna say I'm gonna look at Anne and I'm gonna say Anne. That's me. Do you have all your stuff? Uh, I got Teddy. I got my smacking stick. I got my backpack. Okay. Ronaldo and I are gonna go. Well, actually, no. Ronaldo is going to go get our stuff. Ronaldo. Okay. I, um, I do. Yeah. Just grab everything that's ours in there, please. Thank you. I go into the room. I also look around for other things to take. I would like to know what else is in this room. Um, do you mean the the kitchen? No, no, no. The room where we left our stuff, where we were sleeping. Oh, you mean the barn? Yeah, the barn. Well, there's hay. <laughs> High adventure. Uh, Just trying to steal <laughs> stuff from a is, barn. There's also There's also some farm equipment, like, you know... Do you guys remember that chapter from The Hobbit when they stole a bunch of shit from a barn? I, I actually never read it. <laughs> so, I, I, can't, I can't participate. There's a rake. There's a hoe. <laughs> There's a hoe. Is there anything that looks even remotely valuable? Um, It's a pretty nice hoe. <laughs> Alright. I'm 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 rolling to find a secret passage because that's a thing I, that's a thing I want to do. Are you flipping time. serious? Oh wait! I get um plus something, don't I? Yeah, you get you get plus two. Okay. In addition to your investigation, I swear to God, if you wear if you roll a natural twenty <laughs> and then you get a friggin and then you friggin find a secret passageway, I'm gonna be so angry. Okay. Um. Wait. I get plus two, but don't I get something else? Your investigation is plus zero, so you oh. you it's okay. possible, but you don't. I'll just do this thing. <laughs> That's not too bad. As far as you can tell. <laughs> There are no secret passages in the barn. Oh, god damn it. That was a 15 right. for anyone who was interested. Yeah, it, it's a solid roll, but uh, not the best I could have thought. Okay, well, uh, I don't want to, like, however, search. Okay. Ooh, ooh, however, what? Leon, yeah. however, yeah. Yeah. the dirt outside the barn looks like it might be dug into really easily. Hmm. How much time do I have? I mean, how distracted are <laughs> is, like, are, are, is the family? Uh, Earl and Jack at this point in time have have uh, uh, finished at the breakfast table. They've gone off into the field. They're well out of sight, and Beth and Kira are still in the house. Okay, um, I'm looking in the uh, uh, barn. You said there's farm equipment. Yeah. Shovel. Oh yeah, absolutely. There's a shovel. Okay. Um, I start shoveling. Right. <laughs> I, I look. I look. But but I do so in a way that I'm also constantly looking at the door to make sure they don't burst in. Okay. You find dirt. God damn it. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> I love that your constant attempt to try to find as many valuable things from peasants is hilarious. Um, is there anything special about this dirt? <laughs> um, please. No. God damn it. No, no. I mean, you know, it, 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 it's a little clay, you know, oh, like it's, it's right. got a, it's got a thick kind of uh, consistency to it. Well, that's good. 
um, it, it occurs to you very briefly that if you're artistically inclined, it might be very good sculpting dirt. I take a little bit of the dirt and I put it in my pocket because I'm not walking out of this empty-handed. And I leave the shovel because right. I can't fit that in my pocket. All right. You, you All right. put some dirt in your pocket. <laughs> I, just stole I, sh- I sure did. Uh, <laughs> take that kindly, people, who gave us a nice place to stay and two meals. Um, okay, so we got to find Gillet, so let's do the Gillet. Oh, Gil- sorry, uh, Gillet, it was pointed out that Gillet is supposed to be coming to you. Are you just going to, like, y- he hasn't arrived yet because I don't want to, like, cock block your plans or anything. No, no, I, I've like, got... Oh, let's wait for well, Gillet. Well, no, I want to, I want to, um, I want to just, like, um, where is Ronaldo? Like, because I want him back in the kitchen before we find Gillet Well, I, st- I start walking in because I'm, I'm done with the dirt. All right, yeah. Ronaldo strides into the kitchen with slightly red hands and, you know, not looking like he has the wind out of him, but he's obviously a little frustrated at something. What happened? Uh, oh, and his hands are dirty. Nothing. And I... Oh, um, can I charisma roll to make sure that whoever I'm telling this to believes me? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Oh, I I'm wanna... so rolling against your ass. Oh, absolutely. I, I, yeah, yeah. Let's, I wanna... <laughs> let's have some counter rolls. Come on, raise um, the roof. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first Dice Funk roll-off between player characters. In this corner, we have Ronaldo, the charming roguish um, dork. <laughs> wow. The the charming, the charming roguish impish um, uh, gay blade. Ex- gay morning stars? And then, I mean, in this corner, we have um, a Jane, uh, the really easy-picked nickname, The Wolf. All right. Then I roll 1d20 plus 3 to lie hard. Oh, my God! Uh... (laughs) (laughs) Please please narrate those scores. (laughs) So, um... (laughs) So, uh... Oh, my God! Uh, upon trying to answer what happened, uh, his eyes dart around, and he makes this noise uh, that that comes up very slowly and kind of goes. Uh, um, well, and Jane cuts him off and just says, "No." <laughs> For the record, those rolls are four and twenty-four. I'm gonna look at him and I'm gonna be like, "Did you get my stuff?" I was busy doing something. Just go get my stuff. I get her stuff. You lie so badly that everyone in town knows it. <laughs> <laughs> a shockwave of bad lying. <laughs> Beth, uh, Beth takes a moment after cleaning some dishes up to ask you guys if you'd like to have your clothes cleaned. Uh, no, I'm good. Thanks, though. No, no, oh no, uh, I like my, my uh, pants and my pockets how they are. Okay, so have you given me my stuff yet? Yeah, I, I give We all have our I stuff. Count, I count the money. <laughs> <laughs> well, I he count my he money. didn't try to steal any of it. Um, I don't care, I don't know that as a character, so I count my money. Right. I know, fair. I know, it's all there. <laughs> okay, good, and I look at him suspiciously and I go, yeah, nothing happened. Okay, right. Okay, now I'm done. We're going to wait for Gillet. Um, when we see him coming, or whatever coming for the next scene, I'm going to give uh, Ronaldo another guidance kick. All right. Four. Um, uh, after you do that, Kira walks up to you and kind of, like, 
playfully kicks Leon in the shins as well. Everyone kick Ronaldo. We do I so. Only allow, I, I, actually, I only allow Anne to do it, and I, and I kind of look at the kid like, I don't want to look at it and give her a mean look, but I give her a look as if to say no. Kira points at Anne and says, she got to do it. It's fun. I she sigh. She tries to kick I, you in the shit again. <laughs> I, I sigh and I just let her do it because I, I just feel so weak right now after that roll. So I just let it. I just let it happen. Next scene. All right. So um, it's you're not waiting for long, having a relaxing time in the sitting room in the Robertson's farmhouse before um, you hear uh, a Gillet at first whistling. Uh, and then see him through the window, uh, uh, walking his way up to the the porch of the farmhouse. He knocks on the door. Unless, you know, like, you see him coming and you want to do something. No, I'm good. I feel like Leon's been demoralized. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to play it off as Ronaldo being demoralized, but yeah, I am pretty disappointed that that ended up the way it did. Um, But yeah, that's, I, I, we, we wait for Gillet. All right. So Gillet knocks on the door, still whistling, um, and then um, Beth comes in from the kitchen and opens the door and greets him warmly and says, please come in, come in, come in. You know, would you like a biscuit? Can I get you some tea? Gillet sort of chuckles it off in a, a, a way that's like weirdly familiar to you guys now. Says, no, 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 no. Salin fed me just fine before I left the house. With a belly like this, and he pats his rotund front. He says, I really only need to eat my wife's food. He approaches you guys in the sitting room and says, Rest well, did you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like a log. Good, good. I'm glad to hear. The Robertsons are some of the most hospitable people in Rotswald. Now, about this business of the Pikmin Academy. You, uh, you still want to visit it? Despite the fact that your small one here is not the right gender? We don't believe in labels. Uh, no, I, I don't say that. I, I, I say, yes, well, we're we're still interested in taking a look around. Wait, 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 wait. He doesn't know that we, that we dropped the deception. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't have, I don't have my Groucho glasses on. So it's kind of weird that he's super accepting. Just another weird thing about all these people. I, I'm going to look at, I'm going to look at Ronaldo and then I'm going to do like something like extremely out of character, but... The way I'm justifying it is that I had this conversation with Ronaldo, and I'm really at un- uneasy about how fucking nice everybody is here. Um, so I'm gonna look at Gillet, and I'm gonna say, "Well, we're looking for our son, but we didn't bring our son because he's staying with Ren- uh, with Flay's mother." And I look at Ronaldo, and I wink. I like winks. Uh, I accept. I, I accept this, and it says yes. Everything she said is totally true. She always tells the truth. Johnny's just stunned by your guys' incompetency. What? I got a twenty-four. I wasn't incompetent about yeah, anything. No, no I, I suck. Gillet kind of nods and and says, well, "The mother, eh? Um, does that mean that?" And he kind of like makes an awkward hand motion between Jane. <laughs> And then Ronaldo, and it's sort of like, you, um... What did you get us into, Jane? Yes, absolutely. I I think there's some confusion about the nature of your lie. (laughs) I don't know! Well, I don't know what... Technically, I don't know what he's asking, so technically I could be telling the truth. 
He, yeah. He, he pauses and kind of like, you know, like sort of leans back a little bit and, and begins to look just a, like a little bit cautious, just a little bit worried, and then very delicately says, Then you must be Lord Fillet's Master of States. I put my hand on uh, uh, Gillett's shoulder and I say, Look, in Pottsylvania, we just do things differently. <laughs> We just lie so much that we can't keep track until it becomes this huge thing. It's very complicated. Nothing gets done in Pottsylvania. Right. This is this is going to be like a huge farce. Leon, I'm going to need you to roll uh, uh, for that lie. That's fine. I I, I got to redeem myself. So uh, same. I guess it's the same roll. Yeah, it'll be it'll d twenty plus three. If anyone listening is confused as to what's going on, you're not alone. We are too. We've <laughs> we've ruined this. <laughs> now, uh, it's decent. It's not bad. Yeah, it's fine. What's the number? You gotta say it. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. It's twelve. Twelve out of twenty. So he um he considers your response for a second. Um, again, you know, still like looking kind of really cautious, and sort of slowly begins to nod his head and says, "Well, well I don't pretend to be a, a master of matters of state, so I." I, I believe you must do things differently. Can I roll insight to see if he believes our stupidity? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. Oh no, oh no, that was a five. <laughs> uh, you're you're convinced that he's completely convinced. <laughs> Guys, we gotta, we gotta, we just gotta leave. We gotta ditch town. We gotta go far. We fuck. I look at I look at Gillet and I say, so for. That reason we need to go see the Pikmin Academy. I can't even keep track of what our story is anymore. <laughs> no, me either. <laughs> okay, you're flaming yawn. I'm your master of state, apparently, and we're trying to find a place for your son to go because you're apparently the Lord of Pottsylvania. <laughs> I didn't realize that was a fake lord. I just thought it was some guy, but all right. He assumes you're the Lord of Pottsylvania, I assume. I have a really fancy-ass name. Can I just offer some some insight here? <laughs> Please. Just just a little bit of insight. All right. Okay. okay. Like normally I do not enjoy fucking stepping out of the dungeon master shoes here. You guys are you guys are investigating an illustrious academy that it has been pointed out to you that commoners can't afford. Right. That the lord of the richest town in the region has decided to send his son to. You've told the mayor that you're interested in sending your small female child there. And when he was like, they don't accept girls, you were like, whatever, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> we just wanna. <laughs> it's like we, we rolled into Harvard, like, oh, can we can we go to cooking a school? We don't speak your language. Everything's on fire. <laughs> Help so, me. I mean, you know, he's, he's making certain assumptions about your nebulous backstory. <laughs> I never should have taken off my Groucho glasses. That was the key to all of this. Well, yeah, Jane blew our cover, but then we made it worse. You know what we should do? Is just try to convince him that you're really eccentric. <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah, I, I, yeah, I just want to throw that out there. I mean, we were all smooth until Jane was like, oh, I have a conscience. Ugh. So, um... Hey! Hey, listen, yeah. Mr. I rolled a four. It's not my fault that you rolled terribly and you got caught in a lie. It's not my fault I clicked a button. All right, so, <laughs> look, 
Look, let's just let's just get back into this and follow him to the academy. We'll we'll make it up as we go, as we always do. Filet mignon, the Howard Hughes of Pennsylvania. It's <laughs> <laughs> basically just a farce. All right, so let's go. Okay, all right. D and D is fun. So I'm still looking a little bit, uh, I don't know, reluctant, maybe. Yeah. Um, but 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 pretty um. Uh, with the plan, uh, uh, Gillet motions for you to come with him and says, uh, "This way, I'll 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 take you to the Pikmin Academy." Uh, the approach to the Pikmin Academy is as pastoral and seemingly genuine as the man leading you. You can hardly believe that the Lord Erlin holds the institution in such trustful high regard, considering how he refused to even confide its location to you. Gillet leads the way with a spring in his step, and a, that his cheerfulness seems to carry effortlessly, despite his girth. He whistles and waves at his constituents, greeting children attempting to play a game of hide-and-seek on the way. A low hedge wall, about the height of Anne, comes into view, and upon reaching it, the jovial tone of the town, but not its peace, seems to settle. Beyond the hedges sprawls a bare grounds, some twenty or so meters, with no arbor, decor or detail beyond its grass leading up to a warm yet austere building. Its pale gray is visually more reminiscent of stone root than the warm earth tones of Rotswald proper. With a tall central tower that slants sharply into flat wide wings, it evokes a somber, worshipful tone. While Gillet unhitches the only gate at the hedge wall, a quartet of young men round the front from uh, round the front from one of the far edges and pause to regard the four of you. Their faces are too far away to judge their expressions, but their posture gives you the impression of curiosity and distant alert. Gillet waves, seemingly habitually. I stop after we go through the gate, and I, I kind of look at Gillet and I go, I was expecting something more expensive. He, he he looks at you and says, Again, I, I don't know much about the business of lords, but uh, from what I understand, um, they send their sons here to make sure they become proper rulers. I see. He kind of raises his eyebrows at you as if to be like, uh, to intone that there's a severity to the school. I see. Well, that makes sense. Uh, He turns around again and begins to move back to the school. And while approaching it, Gillet begins to speak of its origins. I'm not a learned man myself, uh, but the men who attend this school certainly set good examples for us all. Uh, Even the founder, he came to this place some 400 years ago, they say. Uh, Town legend says he asked just for the land and gave some hefty favors back to the town, laid roads, set up some supply and trade routes, and we've never been short of anything since. Even through these droughts and fires and floods, not a drop of water missing, even when other towns are starving and some burn to the ground, leaving nothing but ash. I poke Ronaldo when he's, as he's saying this stuff, and I, I kind of give him this look of, that's interesting. Evil cult town. Evil cult town. <laughs> evil cult town. Burn it down. Burn it down. <laughs> okay. I feel like before the end of this, like everything is going to be ashes. So, <laughs> for now, uh, Ronaldo is just trying to keep his cool um, and not say anything because he's like worried he's going to say the wrong thing. 
because that's been a thing for him today. <laughs> <laughs> We're 50 minutes in and we haven't even made any progress. Let's go. Let's go, guys. We, we, we walked somewhere. Let's go. We go in. All <laughs> yeah, right. We- um, upon finally stepping up to the front porch of the school, Gil moves to knock on the door when it brushes open. A young man, sharply dressed and groomed, pauses his facial expression of surprise for just a second too long, and then smiles in an officious manner at Gillett. Mayor Gillett, what an unusual coincidence. I was just on my way to visit you myself on behalf of Mr. Lonigan. Would you do me the honor of coming to see him right now? Uh, yes, yes, of course, Gillett replies. I... would your companions please wait in the lounge, if that suits them? The young man replies, and Gillett looks to you with an assuring but nervous look. The young man stares at you serenely, but with absolute demand in his eyes. Okay, I look at this guy. Um, Was his name given, or...? No. Okay, okay. I look at him up and down, and I look to see if he had any weapons on him. Uh, he is not armed. Okay, that's all I need to know. The lounge will be fine. Yeah. Okay. Bye, friend. Uh, you linger in the hall, looking graciously upon Gillet and the new attendant as they disappear up the nearby main stairs at a relaxed pace. I'll mi- I'll miss him when they sacrifice him. <laughs> Soon their footfalls echo away, and the dour atmosphere of the school descends upon you in full force. Incoherent murmurs stir the air almost noticeably, and a dull drone that populates the air only as busily as insects might disturb the surface of a still pond. The atrium you stand in holds portraits on the walls, each of a stern-faced man wearing clothes that one of you might describe as goofy, and two as indicative as education. <clears throat> a, stone inscription, <laughs> a stone inscription rests above the doors. Hang on just a second here. Abandon hope, all ye who enter here. Visual filler. We have a we have a picture. That's not ominous at all. Is it, can I read it? For listeners, Johnny just sent us some fucking moon runes. <laughs> it's um okay. Does it a language any of us speak? None of you recognize the characters or language. I only speak common and gnome. Um, I speak, hold on, I speak common, halfling, orc, goblin, and abyssal. I think, I speak common, elvish, dwarvish, druidic. For, for the, anyone wondering why I speak abyssal, when I took a level of ranger, I picked up favorite enemy, which was undead, so I chose the language of the demon lord Orcus, patron of the undead. Um, give me, give me just a second here, Austin. Okay. Because when I when I wrote this section, you hadn't picked up. Um, yeah, Austin, you can read it. Oh yes. Oh shit. <laughs> uh huh. Nice. <laughs> My plan is coming into focus. Although Anne did it accidentally, Austin did it right. on purpose. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, thank you, thank you for uh, for showing me that because I uh, like I, I didn't know that you'd picked up Abyssal. I hadn't even had a chance to review your character sheet. I've had a busy week. All right, so Austin. Um, Anne recognizes that it it reads, From the depths come power. Motherfucker. Okay. I'm trying to think how to communicate this in a way that Anne would, because the game done changed. <laughs> um, Anne says, Um, guys? Yep. Yeah? That's, they have a sign that's in demon language. They have a sign in a demon language? What does it say? It says that there's evil under the ground. They're friends with, they're friends with the evil. Uh, and uh, read me the words verbatim. Don't like 
expand on it. Just Johnny, one more time. <laughs> uh, well, this is here's the thing, Austin, is that um, just because you can read Abyssal, uh, your intelligence kind of ensures that you're not necessarily great about translating it properly. <sighs> Because I, I, in character, my underst- like I took a ranger and I got the language, but I guess my in-universe yeah. explanation was that like Avandra blessed me with okay. it. Right, right. So the, 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 the actual inscription, as far as you can tell, reads, From the depths comes power. Yeah, so okay. uh, underground, lots of evil. <laughs> I-, <laughs> I love you, Austin. You're the best. Well, we got to figure some pl- things out about this place. I'm gonna search for secret passages right now. All right, Leon. Oh, that I didn't am work. going to. <laughs> I am going to transform into a cat. <laughs> We're doing all kinds of shit at the same time. <laughs> Our reaction to finding out there's evil underground is to search for secret passages and just be a cat. So I rolled a twenty. Yes. To be I fair. A... <laughs> to be fair. To be fair, I am going to be a black cat. And I'm going to hop into Anne's arms. Leon got a nat 20 to search for secret passages. It's now I swear to God, if there's a friggin' passage in here, I'm going to be so happy. Okay, Leon, are you ready for this? Yes, I am. Okay, great. So, um, you're messing around with, like, one of the portraits, and it it, kind of feels like there's some weird mechanism to it, all right? So you turn the portrait kind of, like, 45 degrees... And then the portrait remains crooked. I fucking knew it! <laughs> alright, alright, gang. Scooby gang. We gotta do- <laughs> we, gotta, we gotta find out what old man Withers is up to. I am literally a cat in Anne's arms right now, so you guys do with, with that what you will. Anne pets the kitty. You guys begin to hear footsteps coming down the stairs. Jane, how am I supposed to explain how we have a cat and not a woman now? What am I supposed to say? <laughs> Gillet and the young man appear at the top of the stairs. I just look at him and I go, meow? <laughs> Gillet and the young man appear at the top of the stairs and the mayor motions for you to come with him. And then looks confused for a second and, and looks around and asks, um, where's, where's your master of state gone? Anne holds up the cat. I, 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 I like moved sideways in front of the cat like a crab walk so that they don't see. And then I say, state business. <laughs> oh man, we're dead. <laughs> we're dead. We're do, I, do, do I roll for it or do they just buy it? <laughs> don't ask if he lets you get away with it. Seriously, dude. Yeah, you get your roll. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> he got a 10. Okay. Um, I get it. Is like every time you speak to tell a lie to Gillet, he like he has this moment where he looks kind of like really. <laughs> <laughs> so far, at least, anyways, you know. And, but then, but then you kind of catch him, you know, uh, like looking around as if he's making connections in his brains. It goes, oh, oh yeah, yeah, Pottsylvania. Right. He's like, y'all motherfuckers are the weirdest. Kind of, kind of nods his head a little bit, like I don't get it, but whatever. <laughs> Okay, um, we, we follow them, the, I guess. The attendant, the attendant doesn't even flinch. Like, oh. he's, he just, he's like, he's cool. And introduces <laughs> himself as, as Steich. Uh, Steich says to you, You must be the visitors Gillett's told us about. Hi, I'm Anne. Uh, and I'm Filet Mignon. Oh my god. Uh, 
you're you're curious about the facilities of the school, are you? Uh, if you will please walk with us this way, I'll bring you to Headmaster Lonigan's office. He's okay. always pleased when people take an interest in the good education we're doing here. Okay. What is the guy's name again? Uh, Stash. Stash. I'm, I'm just going to write that down. Anne's going to call him Stash. When he starts walking, when he says walk this way, I mimic the way he walks to make a joke. And then I follow him. <laughs> we, uh, Anne does as well. Well, mimicking Ronaldo. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> Weird, Dad. <laughs> I'm being carried by Anne, so whatever. <laughs> uh, the approach up the stairs to Headmaster Lonigan's office is a musty, drab affair. The stonework inside the building continues to be as impressive and familiar as the Edisus work on the outside. It also seems to maintain its formal tone eschewing any attempt at dressing up its spaces with artifacts of warmth or welcoming. Status reigns king here, you conclude, as you approach the heavy, ornate door bearing the plaque Headmaster on it. Your guide raps politely on the door, and pauses for just enough time to hear what you can only conclude is a faint or even imagined acknowledgement from within. The door sweeps open creakily, and you are greeted by something more akin to a richly stocked library and laboratory than an office. A thin, aging man with dark hair and heavy eyebrows pours over a collection of books and papers on what might be a desk, if you could discern it from the sprawling mess covering every conceivable inch of it. His eye is raised to you more than his head, as though calculating the exact amount of effort required to observe you in full. Is there a fireplace? There is no fireplace. Damn, I wanted to turn it purple. Gentlemen. And Kitty. Welcome to the illustrious Pikmin Academy. I'm Headmaster Lonigan. To what do I owe the event of your attendance? And puts Jane Cat on the floor so that she can do some fucking cat recon. Splinter Cell. <laughs> Splinter Cell this shit, Jane. <laughs> Stash, get that filthy thing out of here. No, it's my kid. Oh my god. No Stash. Bad stash. Stash begins to chase the cat about. <laughs> oh, I'm out running this motherfucker. <laughs> and chases stash around <laughs> to disrupt that. We are like actively sabotaging ourselves. <laughs> We're gonna die. We're gonna die. <laughs> um, I sit down and try to look um lordly and regal while all this shit is happening because apparently since uh, Jane is a cat, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to do all the talking. <laughs> We're all gonna die. I say, I tell the man that we are looking for entry into the school for our son. He's not with us at this exact moment, but we were hoping for a tour of the school to see if it's right for us. We are very wealthy. We have an incredible amount of wealth. As you know, uh, I don't know if you recognize me, but I am Filet Mignon, the Lord of Pottsylvania. And we're looking for the best of the best schools. He... He sits down and kind of, like, picks up a paper that uh, the light from behind kind of makes it clear that he's looking at a map. Um, roll to lie, Leon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. All right, time to lie. I'm gonna do this. Make Finally gonna lie well. I feel like I should be able to make all these lie things. That I'm like a charlatan, but I keep botching it. Okay, here we go. Uh. What's that? Uh. So bad. It's an 18. 18. 18 for the audience. He eyes the map really carefully, then looks back at you, 
kind of squints a little bit, looks over at Steich, who's running around chasing the cat, and Anne, who's chasing Steich, looks back at the map, and says, Potsylvania. Oh shit, I forgot that he could check. Never heard of it. Well, it's just south of the Southlands, but north of the Northlands. That's not a thing! <laughs> That's beautiful. He he puts the map down. He he looks at you kind of disgustedly <laughs> and says, "Mr. Mignon, I'm That's a busy name. man. Don't waste my time." Um so at this point, is, what's the cat situation? Is she close to being caught or is she staying pretty well ahead of Stash? Right now they're just playing, you know, like they're 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 staying pretty uh, but Stash is, is not giving up. All right, so he is, he is, if you will, he is doggedly pursuing Jess. <laughs> oh my god, uh- <laughs> that is the best pun. <laughs> Anne is an idiot, but she's actually really perceptive, and she has a high wisdom. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that she notices this interaction, and she recognizes that Ronaldo needs some help. So she walks over, she puts her hand on the headmaster guy, and gives him guidance, just so he can feel that like she's trying to bless him, basically. On the headmaster? Yeah. You're, you're, sorry, you're blessing the headmaster. You're giving him more power? Yes. I I'm going to have to fight this guy. I'm giving him a two on guidance. And then I'm, uh, so she she puts her hand on him, lets the, like, conspicuously gives him a blessing from Avondra, leans in, and then whispers in abyssal, We know. <laughs> Why? Why did you do that? <laughs> Because <laughs> Anne's not smart. She's smart enough to see that you need help, but she doesn't know what help, what form that help would take. I'm role-playing. I know. Um, I I was going to say something to cover my ass, but apparently this happens. So what is... Ronaldo, Ronaldo can't make the situation any better. I had a good idea, but I, but apparently uh, it's not going to happen. So what is the result of this, Johnny? Um, Lonigan, um, after receiving the, the, the whisper, kind of like uh, grips his desk... A little bit, you know, uh, uh, not not necessarily shocked, because he's a man who looks like he's not necessarily shocked often. But he grabs his desk firmly and says in a very, very solemn voice, Stop everything. The lobotomized halfling just rolled up with the black speech. <laughs> <laughs> I am the mouth of Sauron. This is the best thing. I'm so glad I turned into a cat, you guys. Next time, on Dice Funk. You guys finally make it into the room of broken glass, and... Uh, Nah, 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 fuck it. I'm done. That's it. (laughs) The dirt saved us all. (laughs) Hey, everybody. Ronaldo's pregnant. Ronaldo, what are you doing with all those hookers? As always, our theme song is the overclocked remix arrangement of Shadow's Theme from Final Fantasy VI. Dice Funk's executive producers for October are Alicia, Jason, Joseph Timbrello, Wayne Witzke, Brent, Jorit, Michael Goodell, Viger Arnston, Chris Hargadon, Giorgio Renna, Christopher Charlo, Cody Jackson, August Rue, and Taylor Hoyt. We appreciate all your support, although you are now accessories to these word crimes.